Hello, serial listeners. My name is Fritz Kramer, and today I will be filling in for Sarah Keenick as she is unable to record the last episode of the series. Season 1, Episode 13. Support for Serial comes from Aquaphor, providing lip repair and immediate relief for very dry lips. Ever since the first episode, you, the listeners at home, have been wondering who killed Heyman Lee. We've gone through every bit of evidence there is to find from talking to fellow friends, students, teachers, and everybody in between. After reading what seemed like hundreds of emails, it seemed as though most of you thought Jay committed the crime. However, the true culprit is, in fact, Adnan Syed. Though this may come as a shock to many of you, it should be known that this is what Adnan was good at. Let's keep in mind he didn't just go to prom, but also had a girlfriend in complete secrecy. Or remember when he admitted to frequently smoking weed and drinking? He even stole money from the mosque, too. It wasn't the fact that he did these things behind his parents' back, but rather that he was actually quite good at it. Adnan Syed was a clever kid who was able to harbor a dark side without anyone knowing about it. So we know Adnan had a dark side and did some questionable things here and there. But would he really plot and commit a murder? The answer to that question is yes. Not only was he seen with Hay at 215, but also Adnan's fingerprints were found on a map that read Leakin Park in the back of the car. There were no other fingerprints found at the site. Of course, later that day, Heyman didn't pick up her cousins at 3 o'clock, as she always would. She also failed to return to school as she had planned that afternoon for the wrestling game as the team manager. So Hay seemingly vanished after being sighted with Adnan that very day. How strange. So we know that Adnan was with Hay at one point after school, but how can we conclude that they even went to Lincoln Park in the first place? Perhaps he was just dropped off and, well, the rest was a coincidence? It's important to note that Adnan claimed to be at the mosque from 8 to 10 p.m. during conscious prayer, when he really wasn't. Instead, he made two calls to Nisha around 9.01, Christy Myers received calls from Adnan at 9.03 and 9.10. Calls made during that time frame were from the Lincoln Park area, according to cell phone records. The park was nowhere near, near the mosque. So we can say for certain that Adnan was at the site of the body, but also we need about the case. On the same night of the murder, Adnan was with Jay, Kathy, and Jen at Kathy's place, where Adnan was oddly quiet and nervous. At one point, he got a call from Aisha, which we think happened at 6.09. In this call, Aisha says that the police are going to get in touch with you, to which Adnan responds with, Oh no, what am I going to say? In a freaked out panic. Jen can confirm the panic and the odd behavior that night. We also know that Adnan got a call from someone around 6.24, in which Kathy says he was acting super nervous again. We think that person was a police officer investigating the case. So we've had more than one person testify that Adnan was panicking and acting nervous as the police called. But does he have anything in his defense? Arguably one of the best pieces of evidence in Adnan's favor was the letters from Asia McLean. In the letters, Asia claimed that Adnan couldn't have committed the murder if he was in the library with her after school. Though this sounds like compelling evidence, we have to question the legitimacy of the letters. The first reason the letters may not be legit is the fact that they were written one hour after she talked to Adnan's parents, who she hadn't known particularly well. 
so it's much too easy to get bribed by the family, which we know in the near future drops hundreds of thousands of dollars on attorneys and lawyers. The other two kids in the library don't remember the scene. Another problem with the letter was its lack of time. In the podcast, she mentioned that it was right after school, and she thought maybe around 2.15, but wasn't able to provide any times in the letter and sounded unconfident in the podcast. So why should we accept an informal letter and a hesitant briefing in the podcast, where literally every minute is essential to the ruling? The letters cannot be trusted. To conclude, we know Adnan was the killer based off of five great pieces of evidence. Adnan was very good at doing things behind the backs of people he knows. Adnan was also cited with Hay after school. Adnan was at the site of the body at the same night. Adnan was especially nervous and alarmed that evening. And lastly, the biggest piece of evidence we have to defend Adnan cannot be trusted. Looks like we got the right guy after all. Thank you.